0: Hi, this is Colton Purchase, and this is the story of the murder of Catherine Dyer and the conviction of Aaron and Anthony Chapman. On Thursday, April 26, 2001, around 9.30 p.m., Catherine Dyer, the victim in this case, left a church meeting with a Bible and songbook in hand. The next morning, around 8.30 a.m., the victim's son, Ken Dyer, went to his mother's house and discovered her body laying in the hallway with a Bible nearby. Ken noted that her car was missing. Early in the morning on April 27, 2001, Aaron, Anthony, Travis Underwood, and Rodney Cobb showed up at Kyle Chapman's house in the victim's car. In the early afternoon, Kyle followed the car to Vesterberg Road and allegedly waited for the others to burn the car, then continued to drop others off at various places. At trial, it is stated, quote-unquote, various witnesses had heard that the boys were bragging about killing the old woman. What they fail to mention is that, quote-unquote, various really meant mostly Kyle. Kyle, who was later exonerated from any crime related to the case, it really makes you wonder, was there really enough evidence to convict them? All of the supposed witnesses' statements have a different story, with only bits and pieces fitting together to pin them on the crime. Some say that they claim that, yeah, I killed the old lady, it's whatever. Another claim they killed her for her Oxycontin prescription that she had had. Another claims that Travis did it while the other boys held her down. It's all inconsistent. It's a wonder a jury could even make a decision based on all of this hearsay. One witness really stands out, though, in the favor of the prosecution. At trial, Melinda Halsey testified that Travis told her that Anthony overheard the victim getting a prescription for axes and that he, Aaron, and Anthony subsequently went to the victim's house to steal the axes. They were in the victim's home when she came home. Additionally, she testified that Aaron told him that Anthony and Travis went to the victim's house to steal axes, while various other witnesses testified that they had heard Anthony say that he went there to steal axes, therefore viewing the evidence presented in a light only favorable to the prosecution. The prosecution calls a witness illegally and uses that testimony at trial. They broke the law, but it was just covered up. How could they get away with such a thing that could possibly keep these boys locked up for life. They may not have been convicted if this witness was not called. Were they really just hunting for a quick lockup? Were they just trying to find somebody to place blame? The only people that will ever know are the people who tried them. Furthermore, Jamie Cox testified that she heard Anthony say, they beat that old lady with that lead pipe which resulted in Cox kicking Anthony out of her apartment and prompting Anthony to say, I'll beat you, B, just like they did that old lady. Joey Wagner testified that Anthony told him that him and Travis both started swinging when the victim returned home and surprised them. Lumbert testified that Anthony told her they killed the victim because she scared them while she had returned to the home. Ed Mitchell testified that Anthony told them that he had hit the victim in the head with a rock and stuck the Bible on her body. Finally, Kyle testified when Travis, Cobb, Aaron, and Anthony came to his house and asked him to help dispose of the body and the victim's stolen vehicle, Anthony had a wrench in his hand. Therefore, even though Anthony presented an alibi defense and numerous witnesses, Suggested that Anthony was merely present at the murder. The evidence viewed in proper context showed that Anthony struck the victim with either the intent to kill, to, go, to do great bodily harm, or to create a very high risk situation, or knowledge that the death or great bodily harm was possible to the result. At the conclusion of the trial, Aaron was convicted with first degree open murder and driving away unlawfully with an automobile. Anthony was convicted with first-degree open murder and unlawfully driving away in a stolen automobile. Therefore, this means that they were both sentenced to life without parole. They have been currently serving for 19 years, a whole entire life locked away.